Chapter 1 The air conditioner sucked in the steamy Washington air, wheezed, faltered, then regurgitated a dank iciness into the interior of the coffee shop. The establishment, as Fiona had observed countless times, had the air of a comfortable old street lady, shabby but serviceable, a touch world-weary, but still aiming to please the customer. "'How the hell would you know?' Teddy said, in his cop's rasping croak. "'Osmosis!' It was a game they played, one of many, a professional duet after nearly six months as homicide partners. She watched the widening spear of sunlight illuminate the coffee slicks on the Formica table. Through the smeared window, the leaves seemed still, and the trendy, rehabilitated townhouses appeared appropriately 18th century in the morning light. Capitol Hill itself had the look of a sleepy village. Sherry's, with its plastic and chrome booze and scotch-tape naugahyde lounge covers, was a good spot for on-duty hiding, and always, at this early morning hour, was filled with coffee-gurgling police officers and loners fleeing from their crumbling rooming houses. "'The kids excited?' Fiona asked. "'Yeah,' Teddy shrugged. He was always tight-lipped in the morning, which gave his wife Gladys fits, and his children's possessiveness was absolute and draining. They were going to Ocean City for the fourth. He looked warily at the portable radio on the table, their umbilical cord to headquarters. "'I promised Bruce the whole weekend,' Fiona said. "'With the kids at camp and the house out—' "'Crazy,' she thought. "'How their lover's time was dictated by outside forces. "'She was proud of him, a member of Congress, "'although she had come to detest politics "'after her father, the senator, had died. "'For Bruce's part, he admired her cop career "'as an exercise in female pluck.' Even so, she suspected that deep down he considered it an aberration, despite it being an accepted female profession in the modern world. They had planned to live together experimentally for the summer while the kids were away. She hoped it would be a vacation fantasy, July 4th to Labor Day, like in a lazy resort holiday. Her bags were packed. If we make it through August, we might get married, she said. She and Teddy shared an intimacy the way strangers on a train are intimate. She looked across the table at him, a brooding, hulking man, the genuine Teddy. His bigness gave her security. She wondered if he resented her, her youth, her education, her femininity. Their partnership was not random. They were together because they were Caucasians. The eggplant, the division chief, had married them to keep down the salt-and-pepper tensions in the department. He always took the line of least resistance, hence the vegetable nickname. "'Quiet?' Sherry asked, coming from behind the counter to refill their cups. The spotted apron accentuated her girth. "'We hope,' Fiona said, looking at the black box, which gave out static. "'We both have weekend plans, but you never know in this business.' <laughs> Teddy grunted indifferently. His private thoughts always seemed to be on home problems, making ends meet, raising a family of four on the tight pay of a cop. The radio crackled suddenly. They leaned forward— the adrenaline charging. The National Gallery of Art? Shit! Teddy put a buck down and slid out of the booth. He was still cursing as he gunned the motor. The police car moved deftly through the traffic on First Street, past the Library of Congress. Goddamn tourists, he mumbled, as the car slowed behind a busload of them headed toward the Capitol parking lot. The interior of the police car had heated up in the morning sun, and the air conditioning was still blowing hot air. Fiona felt a mustache of sweat form on her upper lip. 
Three police cruisers were lined up along the plaza between the National Gallery and the Hirshhorn Museum. A knot of gawking tourists had gathered near the fountain. She was dripping with perspiration as they arrived at the side entrance of the National Gallery. It's your scene, Teddy grumped at her. It was police homicide procedure to rotate scene and witness interrogation between partners. Today was her turn. A glistening face under an MPD uniform cap waylaid them. Behind him, a purring ambulance, a red light revolving on its roof, partially blocked the entrance. He got out this way, the black cop began excitedly, pointing to a narrow path between the bushes. Across Constitution Avenue, an audience of hard hats were perched on a steel superstructure, watching the action. Faded into thin air, the cop said. Fiona nodded to the uniformed policeman at the entrance, then raced through the glass doors, relieved by the sudden blast of cold air. At the top of the stairs was a small round balcony where an elevator was stalled, its door open.